swear this is all some sort of Freudian torture ritual. The clock carries on, quietly mocking you as you sit in silence, hard-pressed to gather your thoughts, not really knowing where to begin, because you're not entirely certain how you got to this end. You lean forward on the edge of your therapist's sofa to speak, but just as quickly you retreat because that... whatever it was... Not exactly what you wanted to say, and it's important that you get this next bit right. You lean forward. She leans forward, pen in hand, ready to scribble little judgments and observations on her yellow notepad. You lean back. She leans back. Still, nothing is said. In this case, would would normally be the end of my workday. The you is me, and the she is Dr. Abigail Shaw. There's no rush, Erica. Whenever you're ready. I want to believe her. I should believe her. I've been seeing Dr. Shaw ever since I was in uni. A friend's mother had recommended her. She's wonderful. if I could just get rid of the bloody ticking and the talking and the ticking and the talking. It's like this merciless metronome reminding me of all the time that's passed. Time I've wasted. Time I'll never get back. Literally screaming at me. Time waits for no one. As if, if you don't say something soon, the session will end and then... How are things with Cedric? We broke up. You're listening to Singles Guide to the LDR, written and created by Judy Lewinson. Episode 101, The Breakup. in a moment with no particular reason for stopping but you stop and then ask yourself how did I get here exactly when did I veer off the path or am I still on the path who created this path do I even want this path how does one go about trading in their paths I'm like constantly checking in with myself to make sure I'm in a safe space like with everything how am I feeling what am I wearing what is that guy looking at That's because I'm hot. <laughs> Am I doing enough yoga? Did I turn off the stove? Do I really have to do yoga? <laughs> Can't I just wear the pants? It's all so important. I don't know. I think people know where they're going, even if they don't, right? You'll get there eventually. So, like, don't stress about it. That's what moms are for. I feel that this journey that we were on, and it- is a journey has been predestined if you will that is to say prior to or divinely set in advance of our arrival upon the celestial plane recognizing the purpose of the path is to lead us or in essence guide us is paramount for growth remaining peaceful upon the path is utmost if true illumination of self is to be realized that and you need to eat a lot of kale kale is essential for our paths takes care of all that stuff. 
I'm more focused on. Hold on, a hot girl just likes my Instagram pic. Hashtag abs. Like seriously, I make a single decision without checking in. I'm always like, hello, how are we feeling about this? It's so important. Like right now, I could totally go for a little afternoon delight in the form of like a chocolate bar. Before I buy the chocolate bar, I'm seriously like. Check in with me. How do I feel about the chocolate bar? How do I feel about wanting the chocolate bar? Is the chocolate bar a symbol for something else I desire? I love chocolate. I really miss having chocolate. I also really miss my ex. I should call him. Why don't you start with telling me what happened? In our last session, you had mentioned feeling restless. Restless? <laughs> Given what's happened, I'd say that's an understatement. Try trapped, Dr. Shaw. We were driving, and Cedric was talking about making plans. Now, tell a lie. He had already made plans for our future. Massive plans. Detailed for years to come plans. Moving in together, buying a house, traveling back to his hometown, getting a second place there. All of these big ticket plans. And you were opposed to them? Well, yeah. I mean, no. Not all of them. But don't I get a say in my future? Some consultation would be nice. Of course you do. Right? So the more he kept talking, the more excited he got. He talks faster when he gets excited, and we had worked really hard to get to a good place lately. And I don't want to burst his bubble, but he kept going on and on and on, and I'm literally trapped in this car. Trapped in this life. I couldn't speak. I couldn't breathe, so I... I got out. Of the relationship? The car. While he was driving? I can't take it anymore! Tell me you didn't hop out while he was driving. Erica, that is so dangerous. No, it was a little less dramatic, Dr. Shaw. We were stopped at a light. He was yammering on. The crosswalk sign was counting down. When I saw the cross-traffic light turn yellow, I knew that if I didn't get out right then and there, I would never be able to leave. So you jumped out of the car? Got out of the car, gracefully-ish. You would have been proud. I wanted to run, to bolt, but I didn't. Instead, I told Cedric I felt like walking home for exercise. We were only a few blocks from my place. He started to protest, but then this Mercedes honked at him to go because the light had changed, so he drove off. And suddenly, I was alone on the sidewalk. I mean, obviously people were passing by, but I was alone. And I could breathe. Sounds like you were on the verge of a panic attack. Maybe. I don't know. Do you remember a few weeks ago when we were talking about how important communication is to you? Knowing what's going on and about how talking about what's going on helps you? I remember. We discussed you mentioning this to Cedric. Did you? Yes, but clearly he didn't take it on board. Before, he would just do stuff and not tell me. He would tell me after, and it was too late to do anything about it. Now he's telling me everything he's going to do, but he's talking at me, not with me. I don't know. In the car, in that moment, it felt like my opinion didn't have value. Like... You didn't have value. And there it was. As much as I loved being with this man, and no matter how much he made me laugh... I couldn't be with Cedric because the girl standing in front of the boy truth of it all is, I knew he didn't really see me.
This wasn't new information. It was compounded truth. Cedric Uren, the man who I loved and was certain I was going to marry, didn't see me. Yeah, but I do have value. I'm glad to hear you say this. There was a time when you might not have thought or said as much about yourself. It's your truth. <laughs> well, you've seen me through a lot, Dr. Shaw. I can't believe what a mess I was when you first got me. Oh, you aren't that bad. You're recalling yourself via a fractured lens. You, like most of us, were stuck between gears. It happens. You've come a long way, and you should be proud of that. Take this moment, for example. There was a time when a breakup would have had you sobbing on my couch, begging the ground to swallow you whole. Today, you're quite even-tempered. You're clear in thought. I still flipped out. Maybe not scary flipped out, but I did essentially run away from him. Even when I got to the house, I could tell he was so confused. I told him I need space, and that I couldn't do this right now. And what about communicating the need to be seen and heard? I told him I thought we should break up, but I couldn't say anything else. I just went into my condo and told him not to follow me. Erica, have you spoken to him since? No. How many days ago was this? It's been over a week. Erica, you owe him a proper explanation. If not for his sake, do it for yours. We've established that honest and complete communication is important to you. He needs to hear from you. You need to let him truly see you. Even if it means you don't get back together. Is there a chance you two would? Right now I need to be alone. Before I make any decisions, I feel like I need to... Oh, I'm sorry. That's all the time we have for this week. But I wasn't finished. Our time is our time. For your homework, I want you to go over your relationship. See if you can figure out where you first felt like you'd lost your voice and what got you there. And talk to Cedric. We'll pick this up next week. Do the work, but don't overthink it. Seriously, Doc? Have you met me? You're making progress there, Erica. And I... I'm sorry, my next client is here. I'll see you next week, Erica. Back at our usual time. And just like that, it's over. The ticking is gone. Every week I come here. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. And then at some point, I get to... Hello? Erica! Hello? Erica? Liz, why are you yelling? Erica, you're late! Where are you? It's off the chain over here. Your friend Seth is acting a fool. Hold on. My friend Seth is actually our friend Seth. But since Elizabeth is not claiming him at the moment, I can only imagine the depth of revelry and debauchery he's getting up to. Normally that'd be a good thing. That'd be a great thing. But this is a work event, so in the interest of being able to make rent next month... Okay, I just got out of therapy. I'm getting on the elevator right now. I'll be there in seven. Hurry! Oh my... What is he... Seth! Put him down! Erica, please hurry. Seth lives in my building across the hall. Two minutes into meeting me, he decided we were to be the best of friends, and I just had to meet his other bestie with boobs, Liz. The three of us have been inseparable for years. Seth is in PR, which he says means party regularly. His clients are mostly male actors. He has a lot of fun with that. 
Except when he doesn't. No, you don't get it. He was actually complaining that no one knew who he was. For weeks, all he kept saying was that he needed to get away. He was tired of being mobbed by fans and paps. I get him into last minute, by the way. I get him into the most exclusive resort just shy of the desert. It's all about privacy there. A-list only. You get what I'm saying. Three days in, you know what this prick does? This fool phones a friend like it's who wants to be a bloody millionaire and gets that idiot to leak to the paps where he is and that he's there with a special friend. Cue the pandemonium. It was six months, six whole months before my contact would take my calls over there. Do you know how many parties that is? If I'd missed any more parties, they would have put my picture on a milk carton. They still do that, right? Elizabeth and I work for the same magazine, IUE. I'm a writer, she's an editor in the fashion division. The whole thing is quite fluff, no heavy thinking, a lot of industry parties, concert, egos, so many egos. My best feature, my cheekbones, 100% natural. I booked my last three pictures because of this flawless face. No CV for me, baby. I'm thinking about teaching my assistant my signature. I hate signing all those pictures. This way, I can spend more time doing anything else. Enough with the talking already. I spend my whole day talking. I'm a talk show host. Let's do some shots. Just like with the Three Musketeers, there actually was a fourth. Our fourth is Catherine Murphy. Never Cat, never Kathy. Always Catherine with a K and a Y whom we love dearly, but rarely get to see because she's always busy housewiving, soccer momming, and PTAing in her glitzy, gated community world. From the outside, some of it looks kind of fun, but to hear her tell it, many of the other mothers are vultures. I think they're just mad because she makes it look so easy. And we're here. One of the perks of having your job and your therapist in the same building. Oh, you're here! Finally! Come quick, Seth is trying to poach a client. Just look at the ways all over him. Poach? Are you sure you don't mean poke? Before we go anywhere, I need a drink. Come with? <laughs> nah, just meet me over there. Don't take too long. Could always bring him back over here. You know what? You're right. Meet you at the bar. Hi, what can I get you? Hi, um, a Washington apple, please. A shot or martini? Martini, please. Good choice. Sounds good. I'll have one, too. Hi. Hello. Don't worry. I'm not hitting on you. Excuse me? Not that you're not beautiful, or that I wouldn't. I just... Two Washington apple martinis. Thank you. Thanks. Cheers? Cheers. Was it weird that neither of us took our eyes off each other when we drank? Or was that that whole don't-want-bad-sex cheersing role? I have to admit, he's handsome, tall, dark hair, and the most amazing blue eyes. This is delicious. What did you say it was again? Washington apple. It's my favorite. I'll have to remember that. The drink, I mean. Not that it being your favorite isn't important as well. Couldn't forget that now, even if I wanted to. I'm sorry, I'm bothering you. You keep looking around. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I work for the magazine and I just got here, so I'm a little late to the party. Looking for your boss? Something like that. Don't tell your boss, but I may have crashed this party via secondhand invitation. One of my clients is a sponsor. My name's Noah. 
I don't usually go to stuff like this. The way he placed his card on the bar and then shook my hand was this smooth card trick type of motion. It was impressive. Noah Stewart of Nyla Venture Capital had a firm handshake. Those eyes. Settle down, Erica. You just broke up with your boyfriend. And you are? Erica. Sorry, I'm still getting my bearings. That's cool. So what do you do here? I write hard-hitting journalism, change-the-world type stuff. For IUE? I thought this was a pop culture magazine. It is. What I meant to say is, I write hard-hitting journalism and then set it off to the side of my desk where it will never be read by the general public because it doesn't fit our demographic, Erica. Can you pitch us something a little softer, more upbeat? For example, what's Beyonce up to this week? <laughs> Sorry. I do like my job. I'm a writer. I've always wanted to be. I just wish I could write what I want to write and still be able to afford my mortgage payments every month. I get that. It's important, contributing to the intellectual development of your readers, saying something more than what they were wearing. Maybe there's a way you can do both. I'd like to think so. But so far, what I've been pitching has been striking out. I'm not sure your baseball metaphor is quite right. I prefer hockey. Seriously? I love hockey. Favorite team? Duh. We're in Vancouver. Obviously the Canucks. Followed closely by LA. I'm a Kings fan living in New York. Mine is a lonely existence. Oh no. How did you become a Kings fan? LA born and raised, my dear. Moved to New York after high school. Stayed on after university for business. Nyla, New York, Los Angeles. I get it now. I think your friends are trying to get your attention. About seven feet away, Liz and Seth were not so subtly trying to flag me down. That or a plane. I should go before they accidentally land a plane in the middle of this party. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you, Erica. Chambers. Erica Chambers. I hope you get to write what you want someday. It's important that you let your voice be heard. Thank you, Noah. It was good to meet you, too. As I walked towards Liz and Seth, every fiber of my being wanted to turn around and see if he was watching me. It felt like he was. The way he had shaken my hand again as we said goodbye, it didn't feel like goodbye. But we hadn't talked about seeing one another again. Not even a, when I'm in town again, or if you're ever in New York. Gosh, the way my friends are excitedly looking at me, though, I get the feeling that... Okay, girl, spill. Who is he, and where is Cedric? Does this mean y'all are over, over? As opposed to just over? Erica, just answer the question. Which question? Girl, if you don't... Okay, okay, he's nobody. He's from New York. His client's one of our sponsors. Oh, uh, that's too bad. I was going to say, y'all look good together with your matching drinks. What's up with that? What? He overheard me ordering and decided to try it. Because he wanted to try you. Seth! Ooh, you tried it. Not all men are you, Seth. You can say that again. What I mean is, not all men are looking to get with whomever crosses their path. We had a nice conversation. He said y'all were over here flagging down a plane. We said goodbye, and that's it. I'm not convinced. Me either. Truth is, I wasn't either. When I looked back at the bar, no one was still there. He smiled. I smiled back. Then I noticed he'd ordered another drink. Another Washington apple martini. You've been 
listening to Singles Guide to the LDR, created and written by Judy Lewinson. Co-produced by Grumpy Man Productions and Van Grid. Executive produced by Kimberly Gager and Manuel Dela Cruz. The series is recorded at Van Griet Studios in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. For more information about this series and other shows, please visit GrumpyManProductions.com. Singles Guide to the LDR is a work of fiction and does not depict any actual persons or events. New episodes come out on Tuesdays. Thank you for listening and your continued support of independent productions.